This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the internet at www.ri.ro, Channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn, Radio Romania International 1, and in Europe via satellite Utilsat 16A on 11,512 MHz, vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east. We wish you good reception conditions. host Elena Yanake bringing you the news but first let's take a quick look at the weather picture it's nice and warm across Romania with maximum temperatures ranging from 26 to 34 degrees the noon reading in Bucharest was 32 degrees Celsius and now the news the headlines the Romanian Navy forces contribute significantly to the improvement of regional European and Euro-Atlantic security, President Klaus Johannes said on the occasion of Navy Day. Orthodox and Catholic Christians celebrate the Assumption of Virgin Mary. And Romanian tennis player Irina Begu is up against Czech Marie Buskova in the first round of the tournament in Cincinnati. Orthodox Christians and Catholic believers are today marking the Dormition of Virgin Mary, also known as the Assumption of Virgin Mary, the oldest religious holiday dedicated to the Mother of Jesus. The term Dormition or falling asleep is a reminder that Mary's death was a gentle and holy passage from earthly life into the arms of her son. It is a day of celebration for the reunion of mother and her son rather than one of mourning and loss. The feast is preceded by 14 days of strict fasting. The Dormition, or the Assumption of the Virgin Mary, marked every year on the 15th of August, is a public holiday in Romania. The Romanian Navy forces contribute significantly to the improvement of the regional European and Euro-Atlantic security and the missions carried out with our allies and partners from NATO and the European Union in order to make the territorial waters and those of the world safer fully prove this fact, Romanian President Klaus Johannes said in Constanza, where the Navy Day celebrations are underway. Romania, the head of state emphasized, is important for NATO's reinforced deterrence and defense posture and the presence and activity of the 5,000 Allied soldiers in the country clearly proves our unity, solidarity and unwavering commitment as allies to the provisions of the North Atlantic Treaty, including in terms of collective defense. The Romanian naval forces have had and will continue to have a significant contribution to the security of Romania and our partners in the North Atlantic area, said in turn Prime Minister Marcel Ciolacu, who also attends the ceremonies alongside other high-ranking officials. About 250 servicemen from France and Luxembourg and 65 pieces of military equipment from the NATO battle group stationed in Romania 
are involved as of Monday until August 18th in a military drill entitled Diploix, which is, is taking place in the shooting range at Babadag, southeastern Romania, the Romanian Defense Ministry announced. The exercise is meant to test the rapid deployment of troops and military gear and contributes to improving the level of interoperability of the forces making up the NATO battle group, being a sequel of the training programs earlier staged in Cinku, central Romania. The NATO battle group contributes to increasing Romania's military cooperation with the rotating participant countries France, the Netherlands, Belgium and Luxembourg, and implicitly to strengthening the security of the Euro-Atlantic space on the eastern flank, a defense ministry communique writes. Cooperation with the strategic partners and the existence of the national territory of relevant war structures contribute to raising the defense and deterrence capabilities in the context of the war in Ukraine and the crisis in the Black Sea region, the ministry also shows. Two aircraft of the Romanian Air Force transported 20 Romanian firefighters and three special vehicles to the island of Corsica, France, on a mission to put out wildfires, the Romanian Ministry of Defense has announced. The Romanian firefighters thus answered the request for support by the French authorities through the Common Emergency Communication and Information System, a dedicated information portal of the EU Civil Protection Mechanism, as a result of the situation created by the extension of wildfires in recent days. Romanian tennis player Irina Begu is today up against the Czech Mari Buskova in the first round of the WTA tournament in Cincinnati, the United States. This is the first time that Begu and Buskova meet on court. The other Romanian in the competition, Sorana Kirstia, will face the Russian Ekaterina Alexandrova on Wednesday, also for the first time, in the first round of the American tournament. Dozens of Russian diplomats and employees in administrative positions with the Russian Embassy and Consulate and the Russian Culture Center in Chisinau, as well as members of their families, left the Republic of Moldova on Monday. Last month, a small state neighboring Romania and Ukraine ordered the reduction of the number of Russian diplomats and technical personnel on its territory to 25 from 80 to establish parity with Moldova's embassy in Moscow. And that was the news. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Radio Romania International Encyclopedia. Welcome, I am Kalin After 1878, the Romanian state entered the arena of international relations as a distinct, independent, and sovereign legal entity. That status had been won with difficulty, being the work of three generations of Romanians who wanted to modernize their country, starting around 1800. In order to assert its own personality, the Romanian state needed diplomatic missions in the major capitals, 
the most important being the capitals of France, that of the Ottoman Empire, then Turkey, and Russia. One of the most important diplomatic missions of Romania was the one in the Russian space. Following the Russo-Romanian-Turkish War of 1877-1878, Romania had won its independence, and after those years it was also trying to make its place in the international diplomatic framework in St. Petersburg. A diplomatic mission has always had, and always will have, an extremely high importance. In this sense, Camille Blondel, the French minister in Bucharest, and a great friend of Romania, said around the outbreak of the First World War, in an interview given to the prestigious Adevoro newspaper, quote, Allegation, yes, here is a word that, for the locals of a country, depicts nothing more than a beautiful building, a palace, where the minister of another land, always a friend, houses his chancelleries and family. To foreign subjects, to the French, Germans, English, and other guests of ours, permanent or transient, the legation assumes gigantic proportions. In their eyes, the beautiful dwelling of their minister represents the distant and dear homeland, the house from which protection and a good word issue, the temple above which, on great days, flutters the flag with the colors that make hearts beat loudly. Allegation is sacred to all governments. Unquote. Historian Bogdan Chobanu from the Romanian Center for Russian Studies told us how important it was to fix Romania's presence in space. After all, the residence of the head of mission symbolically represents the nation outside the country's borders, and its location and furnishings are of concern to every minister who arrives at their post. A permanent residence had several advantages by avoiding the various negotiations with representatives of the local elites for the conclusion of contracts. For a young independent state, as Romania was, the search for suitable headquarters for its legations, well located and furnished, was a matter of prestige. The interaction with the local society that had to be received on occasion of various events could be better achieved. Basically, the diplomatic hotel represents the intersection of private and public space. Many times, some of the Romanian ministers, before they arrived at their post in certain cities, were interested, first and foremost, in the conditions they found at the legation headquarters. The history of the legation offices and then of the Romanian embassy in the Russian space is linked to the history of bilateral relations, and Bogdan Chobanu identified three stages. The first is the one from 1878 to 1918, when diplomatic relations between Romania and Soviet Russia break. The second stage is between 1935 and 1963, and the third from 1963 continuing today. The year 1963 
marked the beginning of the construction of the current premises of the Romanian embassy in Russia. And here is Bogdan Ciobanu. Before 1963, we are talking about rented buildings for which the Romanian state rented various contracts. There were eight heads of mission between 1878 and 1918. The first of them, Yanku Gika, is also the one who died in office during his term in 1881. The second is Nicolae Crețulescu, who arrives in Petersburg in the summer of 1881. He is the one who was constantly concerned about renting a building suitable to the importance of Romania's diplomatic mission in the capital of the Russian Empire. It was a rather important building located on the main street of Kailor at number 3, in front of the imperial stables. During Kretulescu's time, furniture was bought and cultural events began to be organized. The longest-serving Romanian minister in St. Petersburg was Gheorghe Rosetti Solescu between 1895 and 1911, married to Olga Girs, daughter of Nicolae Girs, Russian foreign minister, between 1882 and 1895. But the great changes in Russia at the end of 1917, which became the USSR, would lead to the breaking of diplomatic relations. Following the revolutionary events of October 1917, Konstantin Diamandi, the last Romanian minister in St. Petersburg, was arrested by the Bolshevik revolutionaries and imprisoned for 60 hours in the Peter and Paul prison. He got to be released under pressure from the American ambassador. You have been listening to Radio Romania International Encyclopedia. Focus on Romania. Next up in this broadcast is Song of the Day. Listen to Andra and Andrei Banuza with a hit of the 80s called Never Thought of Breaking Up. Să te întorci cu scuze Să-mi aduci fel care să te acuze 
La despărțire nu m-am gândit are listening to Radio Romania International. Inside Romania. Welcome everyone to a new edition of Inside Romania at the microphone Vlad Palcu. The Night of Museums has this year reached its 19th edition. Hundreds of special events will be organized both in Romania and the Republic of Moldova on this occasion. Beyond the museums that will open their doors free of charge, this year there are more cultural events, which means guests will be able to enjoy special light shows, performances, demos, workshops, street and interior animations, or attend various concerts. In today's feature, we will be discussing the initiatives of two institutions, the Floria Capsali Choreography High School in Bucharest and the National Opera of Bucharest, the latter taking part in the event for the first time. Doina Georgescu, a choreography teacher at the Floria Capsali High School, invited us behind the scenes of the performance to discover the moments before the performance itself. This is not our first participation. This year we want to present the behind-the-scenes dimension of ballet or dancing, which is why we wanted to focus on classical dance, contemporary dance, Romanian dance or character dance classes. At the same time, piano classes are really important, which is also something we want to stress. And since we're talking about art, we take advantage of having a group of children with a particular talent for painting, and we will also exhibit some of their works. We will also display the costumes and props specific to ballet, and of course we will make a short presentation of our high school and the international recognition it enjoys, Doina Georgescu. Therefore, guests who visit the Floria Capsali High School on the Night of Museums will be introduced to future ballet dancers from the first steps they take to becoming professional artists. Guests will attend a number of dance or ballet lessons which will give basic introduction to the makings of a ballet dancer. Doina Georgescu told us more. We have also been accepted to continue our collaboration with the National History Museum, where groups of pupils accompanied by their coordinating teachers 
will stage 20-minute performances. The children have prepared a very appealing and varied choreography. Therefore, you are invited to join us so we can enjoy together the mirage of dance, simple gestures, natural motions expressed candidly by our young dancers. Accompanying them will be their peers enrolled in the complementary piano section, trained by our chorus masters, Doina Georgescu. We also learned from our guest that the Floria Kapsali High School in Bucharest will be staging a special gala at the end of May at the National Opera in Bucharest, celebrating the efforts of both students and teachers. And speaking about the National Opera in Bucharest, the institution itself will open its doors on the Night of Museums on May 13th for the first time. Artistic Director Alexandru Nog told us more. We thought it is a great opportunity for us, as we never took part in the Night of Museums before, considering we have an impressive museum devoted to the lyrical genre. I don't know of other similar museums. The National Opera takes part in the event for the first time, and perhaps we will also have first-time visitors. We have prepared a special program. It is in fact a travelling concept, organized in a number of venues of the National Opera, including at the museum. Together with our partners from the National Theatre and Cinema University, the National Music University, the Association of Independent Puppeteers, and the Ludovic Spies Musical Arts Experimental Studio, we have tried to come up with a novel tour, Alexandru Nog told us. The Ludovic Spies Experimental Studio was founded in 2006 and has a long history of organizing artistic events. Right now, the studio is looking to change its profile. Guests will be divided into groups of 50 people. Starting midnight, every half an hour, the groups can set out on this tour, which we have called the Living Opera. It's a living art concept, because all the characters involved in our presentation are either composers or famous opera characters. Therefore, guests will be able to listen to excerpts of arias, duets and tunes specific to the opera. They will see young actors, representatives of the young generation, who are members of the Ludovic Spies Musical Arts Experimental Studio or independent puppeteers. Radu Spiridon and Matei Mihai have created a video mapping concept, which we hope will attract a different kind of audience compared to our regular spectators. On May 13, the opera also celebrates 85 years since the birth of our great tenor Ludovic Spies. Artistic director Alexandru Nog told us. The performance staged by the Ludovic Spies Experimental Theatre will become part of the National Opera's traditional repertoire in an expanded format involving 40 young artists involved in the project. You have been listening to Inside Romania. Focus on Romania.
Time now for Hit of the Day on Radio Romania International. You are invited to listen to Sunglasses, performed by Elena Georgiev. This is Radio Romania International. Cultural event. Hello and welcome to this culture feature. Between August 13th and the 27th, 2023, the 15th edition of the Rishnov Film and History Festival takes place. There are a lot of cultural events, concerts, summer schools, film screenings, debates and exhibitions in Rishnov, Brashov, Kodla and Feljuara, but also in several other locations. The Rishnov Film and Histories Festival, the FFIR, emerged in 2009 out of a desire to capitalize on important chapters of local and world cinema, but also out of the need to produce discussions about topical issues in the Romanian public space. 
Here is Mihai Dragomir, director of the Rushnov Film and History Festival. This is an event for all age groups, thanks to the varied and rich program that we have prepared. Those who know the FFIR know that we have a very rich film section, both art film and documentary. There is even an international documentary film competition, judged by professionals as well as high school students. We also organize debates because every year the festival has a theme. And this year's theme is radicalization. Unfortunately, it is a very current topic that we are facing more and more often. We live in an increasingly polarized world from which dialogue, unfortunately, has sort of disappeared, and we want to debate this topic from several angles, especially from a historical point of view, to see where we stand and if we have learned anything. But we will approach this concept of radicalization trying to understand it is also a cultural and economic context to understand how it influences education or communication. We will organize 16 public debates on this topic. At this edition of the Rishnov Film and Histories Festival, we also have 15 concerts, both for an audience passionate about folk music but also for those who love rock or contemporary music. This edition of the original Film and Histories Festival also includes theater performances and events dedicated to young people. And here is Mihai Dragomir once again. We have the honor of hosting two plays, one of them starring the well-known actress Maya Morgenstern, the second play within FFIR is staged by some young artists. And because we are talking about young people, we also organize a summer school dedicated to students from Romania, Moldova, and Ukraine. In fact, much of the program is dedicated to young people, and many young artists have prepared the respective events. It is a very interesting program, including music, workshops, and many meetings. We haven't forgotten the little ones either. That's why we have a series of interactive workshops dedicated to children. You have been listening to Cultural Event. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Hello, dear friends, and welcome to a new program devoted to Romania's pop-rock musicians and their songs. Today, I would like to introduce to you the late Tatiana Stepa, a famous folk singer-songwriter of the 80s and 90s. The first song we invite you to listen to is suggestively entitled Prayer at the Black Sea. Oh, 
Tatiana Stepa made her debut at the age of 19 on the stage of Cenacul Flacăra, a major folk rock festival initiated by the then-famous poet Adrian Paunescu. She soon became one of the regular performers in the aforementioned festival until 1985 when it was suspended by the communist authorities. The next song signed by Tatiana Stepa we invite you to listen to is entitled Trees Without a Forest. Cum îi privește în altul 
Today's musical program has been devoted to the late singer-songwriter Tatiana Stepa, who was born in Lupeni, one of Romania's famous mining regions. We go out today with an old miner's song brought to you by this remarkable folk artist who unfortunately left us so early. Yeah. 
Living Romania. Coming up next. People and places. Welcome to People and Places. I'm Mihail Ignatescu. Famous castles such as Peles, Bran or Corvin have for long now attracted many tourists from all over the world. Romania boasts a large number of castles and mansions, but unfortunately many have turned into ruins, while others have been returned to their rightful owners and turned into hotels. Either way, they are all witnesses of our long and interesting history and culture. Today I will introduce you to just a few of the least known castles in Romania, but which are worth visiting. Stay tuned. The Chernovich Castle is an exceptional historical and architectural monument in Macha, Arad County in the west. The castle was built by the family of noblemen with the same name in 1886. In time, Chernovich Castle has been owned by several noble families, which have all brought their own touch to the style of the building. The castle is surrounded by a huge botanical garden, home to a big number of species of plants. Legend has it that there is a secret room in the castle, where from a piano is heard playing at night. Sturza Castle in Miklausen, better known as Sturza Palace, is a neo-Gothic castle completed at the end of the 20th century. It was built by Gheorghe Sturza on the place of an older mansion that belonged to his family. Sturza was impressed by the Culture Palace in Yash and the Princely Palace in Ruginoasa and used them as sources of inspiration to build his own castle. Back then, the castle was playing home to a vast collection of weapons, jewellery, paintings, medieval costumes and archaeological items, and a collection of 60,000 books, many of them first editions or extremely rare. After Gheorghe Sturza's death, the palace was bought by the Cantacuzino family and was turned into a hospital during World War II. Unfortunately, the building was rather devastated by the Russian soldiers and only part of its treasures could be saved. You are listening to Radio Romania International.
Naco Castle, standing right in the center of the town of San Nicolao Mare, was built in 1864 in the neoclassic style by Count Kalman Naco, descendant of an old Aromanian family from Greece. It has a medieval tower and 99 rooms, and when owned by Count Naco, it hosted an impressive collection of books, paintings, sculpted furniture and rare porcelain. Unfortunately, after the Count's death, the castle was turned into the first agricultural school in Romania, then into an Iron Guard headquarters, and later it became a weapon warehouse. All the valuable items that used to adorn the palace were stolen after the war. Teleki Castle in Satulung is just one of the properties of the Teleki family, whose history is closely linked to that of the Maramuresh region. The castle was built in 1780, but its current shape is the one given a century later by one of the family heirs. It was also then that the castle was enriched with a library of 4,000 volumes. Also, a dendrologic park was built around it, and its century-old trees can still be visited today. And since I've mentioned the beautiful land of Maramures, let's stop for a while and listen to a traditional tune from this unique region, performed by Florentina and Petre Giurgi. Mai dorule, dorme 
People and Places continues. Miko Castle is the oldest historical monument in Miercureaciuc. It was built in the year 1631 in the late Renaissance style. It has a regular geometrical plane, Italian bastions and no less than 16 towers. The castle was built by one of Prince Bethlen Gabor's advisors. After being conquered by the Turkish Tatar armies, Miko Castle was rebuilt by an Austrian general, who built a moat, so access was only possible on a bridge. Currently, Miko Castle is hosting the Seckles Museum, and the garden is home to a village museum. A former fortress of Vlad III Dracul, in English known as the Impaler or Dracula, Poinar Castle history mixes between legend and truth. That's why many people claim that this is the real Dracula castle and also the one that inspired the vampire novel. However, there is no evidence that Bram Stoker knew about the existence of Poenari. While Ikea's prince, Vlad Dracul, fell in love with the cliffside views of this place near the Fagarash Mountains, and given its strategic location, he made it his main fortress. If you're ready to climb 1,480 steps, you will find an interesting small ruined castle from the 15th century where Vlad Dracul himself lived. Back in the 16th century, a Hungarian captain in charge of the Deva fortress ordered the construction of a house at the foot of the Citadel Hill. Fast forward 40 years, Gabriel Betlen, who among others lived in that residence, started a radical transformation of that house, making it a Renaissance-style palace. Later modifications added the Baroque details, but the building remained one of the oldest castles in Transylvania. The exterior is now light pink and has a gorgeous garden, which makes the place unusually cute. Inside, you will find the Museum of Dacian and Roman Civilization. And a hint, while in Deva, you can also visit the Deva Fortress atop the hill using the funicular. The view is spectacular. Well, dear friends, that's all from People and Places today. Thank you for listening. Focus on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International. Simply Folk. Welcome to Simply Folk with Mila Kramiora Simeon. Today's program features Mariana Deak a native of Hatzek country. She will be performing today the song My Man Has No Match. Ca mu bate frumos foc la 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 la
pak viața grea Na, 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 na Vor să-l fure pe vadea Să-mi facă viața grea Na, 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 na And with that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl.ri.ro.